Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me are my co-host, Joseph. Hello. Jay Hugh. I got nothing. Yeah. Oh, man. That's your catchphrase. I forgot I forgot I was doing this thing to write when then I choke. Ian should be here shortly. He'll just walk in. I'm sure we'll make some sort of surprise announcement. Um, this week was Comic-Con, so we're not really going to do a news episode. We're just going to talk about all the shit that happened. In the last seven days. It was a big Comic-Con. It was a big... And surprisingly so with both Warner Brothers and Sony not doing anything. Well, it's funny because we just talked not that long ago about um, how E3 has kind of lost its power in the social media Mm -hmm. age. And there's really no justifiable reason that San Diego Comic-Con wouldn't be different. But, I mean, there are some there's just some big fucking announcements. When we get to the Marvel stuff, which we'll save towards the end, even though there was a lot of stuff we already knew that's yeah. on this list, there was so much shit yeah. we did not know. Yeah. Yeah. One of them, the, like, surprise casting. Yeah. How that didn't leak. I, I don't... Yeah, totally. No I idea. I hadn't even heard a rumor No, about exactly. Um, I, I'm already excited, chomping yeah. at the bit to talk about it. But... Uh, I say we start strong, and let's fucking talk about that Cats trailer. Holy <laughs> shit. So, here's the thing about this, right? This is Tom Hooper. He did Les Mis, which in, is... In Tom Hooper, I trust. Mm. Everything he does is great. You, I don't know if I can... I, I don't know if I, I agree... You don't like King's Speech? On a logical level, but I just can't watch that trailer and be like, maybe there's a chance. There's no... Ch- it's, it's fucking horrifying. Well, well, Go ahead. Here, here's my first thing, because I hadn't even really looked much into it. I didn't know anything about the cast. The cast, besides Rebel Wilson, is fucking awesome. That's like, true. at some point, they really believed this was going to be something special. Yeah. I mean, I like to think that they saw Les Mis and were like, oh, yeah, this guy can fucking do it. So the you- patron saint of our uh, of our podcast, Idris Elba, is in there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I just want to backtrack a little bit and talk about Cats as a Broadway show. It's born out of the 80s. One of the lead actors at one point died doing blow while being the lead. Um, It's sung to the most power ballady power ballads of all time. It's it's it was written by the patron saint of Broadway crap, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Right. I mean, it's just it's for some reason we have this like iconic viewpoint about it. But anyone who fucking likes musicals knows it's shit. It, the thing is that I think that you hit on the head though. It's the musical that people who don't know shit about musicals know about. Yes. For instance, I the first musical <laughs> I knew of was Cats. Yeah. You know? I feel like it's the musical that people who don't know anything about musicals make fun of. Right. But as as the reason that they don't like musicals i truly say i wish i could remember he wrote another one about trains that's all on skates what yeah and i wish i could remember the name of it it's fucking great it's the only thing worse than cats um <laughs> and and here's the thing i don't i don't even care i, I don't i don't i haven't listened to a lot of the songs mm-hmm. i don't think the issue here is even with the musical at all I think it's with the horrifying choice of well, mixture CGI. That was my. That was for the point I was getting to. One of the famous things is the costumes. Right. That's what one of the things that makes it so infamous, or, or even famous. I mean, they're yeah, absolutely. Uh, there, people love that. People love the the outfits. Why? Who thought it would be a good idea to say, "Let's do an inspiration of that, but CGI it," and do we're you, it's just is unbelievable. Do you know what the CGI reminds me of? Okay, say like. Last weekend, Avatar was a big hit at the movie. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, 
Conan O'Brien's making fun of it, and they superimpose his face on one of the yep. like the Nazi's yeah, face. For sure, that's what the special effects looked like. And again, this is one of those things that's like Sonic, where I'm like, I'm sure the people who worked on this worked harder than anything I've ever worked on <laughs> yeah. in my entire life. But man, did it not turn it's out. It's just good. such a strange choice because. Especially like right this second, I feel like we're we're really reappreciating mm. practical effects, and I think that's one of the things that people like about the mm-hmm. musicals. And I think with professional costume makeup, it would have looked good. You could have done that and made it look really good. Or alternatively, in the age of Lion King and Jungle Book, we have mastered the art of making animal faces talk. Yes, yeah. while making them still look like animals, but you know, like with human voices, I guess, because uh, the not creepy in the Jungle Book. Looks great yeah. in the Jungle Book. You could have also gone that route, but instead we went just like eyes and mouth and a little bit of nose, like and lips. Lips are fucking important here. The Jennifer Hudson lips it's, are real bad. It, it doesn't seem like her face is even centered in uh, it. No, like, yeah. you know? it's it, it is. I don't know if you guys remember the YouTube the uh, annoying orange thing. It's yes, that fucking yes, technology. Yes, it's That's that. exactly what it is. Yeah, it's just it's like a Snapchat filter. It's yeah. like a whole movie of that. It's it's karate maybe, man. It's you know, <laughs> Mr. Miyagi taught us anything. Squish just like a grape. Pick one side or the other. This in-between shit. Maybe the final product will look better, but I, you know what I do predict though? I predict it's gonna be a hit. Oh, it's gonna make money. Here, I'm gonna spend money on it. I you know, I didn't say this in our episode when we were talking about Spider-Man 3, but I have always thought that Spider-Man 3 was the first movie that the internet parroted to death. Mm. Just people said negative things and people thought those things were funny and they just went on that. I think this is going to be like that, but have the opposite effect. I think it's going to be the first cult classic that didn't fail. Mm. You know how cult classics have Mm. to fail, and then a few years later, everybody gets really into it and stuff like that. I think it's going to be a cult classic coming out of the gate. Everybody's going to go to see it, expecting it to be shit and going to see it for that reason. I'm afraid I'm just going to hate all the people who like this movie. Oh, I I 100% think it's going to be my bird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird plot. You guys know the plot of Cats? I do not. I, I've, I've heard there's not much of one. Yeah, so it's this one night of the year. Um, I think they're called Jelly Cats or something like that. They all come out and they have to tell a story to old Deuteronomy, who is played by Judy Dench, I believe, right. in the film. And... Uh, Old Deuteronomy then, I believe, picks one of them, and they get to move on to the next life. There's, like, another life. So it's all about their stories and stuff. And I just, it's really long, and I just don't get how it's going to work out. Like, I just don't understand. Tom Hooper, who was like, how did someone sell him on this? I don't know. And then, how was it sold to a studio for what obviously is so much money? Yeah. Um, it, it that's the thing like it looks so expensive and so terrible at the right, same time right. yeah. it, it looks like they spent way too much money on it but not enough to achieve what they were <laughs> exactly I, I don't want to spend forever on cats because i certainly could <laughs> I talk know, about I think it forever. We could, though. Yeah. uh but it it was one of i you know i knew the movie was coming and uh i think i was at work and you had texted out the um yes the trailer and uh, I just, I was so excited to see something because I didn't know what it was going to be, but I did not want it to be that. It's funny, when you guys texted the trailer, I was really busy that night, so I didn't get a chance to watch it the next day. It was just one of those great moments that you don't get very much on the internet where everybody, no matter what side of the fence you fall on, 
got together and agreed this cat shit is fucking weird. Yeah, storm in Area 51 and cats <laughs> is fucking crazy. <laughs> so I had really decided, man, I'm going to try to give this a chance the next day. Yeah. Like when I got to watch it, like I'm not going to just pile on because everybody's piling on. But immediately I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> uh, all right, let's end on that note on cats. Um, I, You know, there's a lot. Obviously, that's Comic-Con specific. I don't know that we really know anything that's else that's not Comic-Con specific. Right. So uh, as for organization, uh, I like the way you did it here, Joseph. Let's just talk about general shit, okay. different franchises and stuff like that, and we'll move DC and then Marvel. Yeah, for sure. For sure we got to leave. Marvel, they came well, to party. They haven't really been in a couple of years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, they showed up. They wanted, the they wanted to make a statement. Uh, all that shit DC announced last year, I totally forgot about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Marvel owned it. Um, so I'm just going to start at the top here, things we listed out. We got The Witcher trailer starring Henry Cavill, uh, Netflix adaptation of a book series and a video game series. Mm-hmm. I have not played nor read any of them. Nope. The trailer did not blow me away. Did not blow me away either. You know what the trailer looked exactly like? Something that was both trying to please people who would read the book and and play the I video game that. and not really doing either. I know that one thing I saw a lot of people who are, you know, big book readers, fans of it, uh, I think his name is Geralt of Riviera or something like mm-hmm. that. He only has one sword in the books and in the game he has two, I think. So there was some uh, attempt to be accurate. Right I don't know. It looks like Game of Thrones knockoff bullshit. Yeah. It, it looks like something I'll throw on in the background at some point. Exactly. You're a better man than me. It didn't sell me on keeping my Netflix subscription. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also that, too. Yeah. Terminator Dark Fate footage. We didn't get the trailer that was released at Comic-Con, but we did get a like behind-the-scenes video. Yep, of, of Tim Miller saying fuck a lot. A lot. That yep. dude loves to say fuck. And I don't like listening to him say it. <laughs> it kind of sold me on it. I was more in on it I was more that. in on it after it. Also, I'm still just on a, a 2019 level level weirded out by the uh the the brown skin silent villains yeah but uh we'll see how it actually ends up i like all of the choices otherwise so far the terminator more than maybe any franchise maybe even more than star wars i'm willing to get him give another chance every time they fuck up. that's amazing but uh, they've fucked up so many <laughs> times but uh but this one, it looks like I'm not going to have to apologize for. It looks like it's pretty fucking good. I hope so. The uh, There's a certain level of cheesiness that comes with Terminator movies mm. that I want. Yeah, mm. no, totally. And hearing Linda, Hanel- Linda, ha- Linda Hamilton, I can't fucking talk today, say metal motherfucker is exactly what <laughs> yeah, I want. That's absolutely. the right kind of cheesy. <laughs> absolutely. And Arnold looks cool as fuck. His yeah. salt and pepper uh, uh-huh. five o'clock shadow looked awesome. I'm super into it. Eddie Furlong coming back as John Connor. Yep. Which I don't even know that dude was still acting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if he is. I have no idea. But respect. Yeah. Bring, you know, I'm sure he was waiting for the day somebody rang that phone. Honestly, I thought he was dead, but I realized I was thinking of Brad Renfro. They look kind of, the they look kind of yeah. similar. Uh, so, that, you know, that's, again, all of these things get me excited for this movie yeah. uh, when I really wasn't. Yeah. To Tim Miller's credit, I think... Uh, the highway sequence in Deadpool is probably his magnum opus so far. Looks like they're trying to repeat it. And that's yeah. a phenomenal action scene. Yeah. I really love that. If you if you give me even like three-fourths of that in this movie, yeah. I'll be pretty happy. Yeah. You and I both prefer Deadpool 1 to yes. Deadpool 2. And, uh, because we're right. Probably probably because of Tim Miller. If you're looking at the, the strengths of the, the two, then the difference is, I would say, Tim Miller's it. Well, I definitely think he was like, you know, if, if I did that, um, if I did that highway sequence but gave it some stakes, that would probably be some tense shit. 
and that's what this looks oh, like. Oh, you're probably right, yeah, because we know Deadpool's not dying. Right, right, we, and film. we know it's not going to matter because it's yeah. just a fucking joke in Deadpool. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know, I'm excited for that movie. I just hate supporting anything that James Cameron's a part of. That's fair. Oh, that is actually important non-Comic-Con news that happened this week. Oh, that's a big one, yeah. James Cameron got dethroned fucking finally. Yes. What? Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. I'm glad that happened on Count Comic-Con weekend. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it, uh, in-game, we have highest-grossing movie of all time now. Awesome. Yeah. Fuck James Cameron. Yeah. Worldwide. Domestic worldwide. is still uh, yeah, Star still, Wars, I think. Probably. I don't think it beat a domestic. I'm no. sure you're right. But yeah, worldwide, av- Avatar has finally that, fucking been dethroned. That yeah. Star Wars domestic number is like 1.1 billion. It'll never be It's, it's not right. going to be touched That's for a long, insane. long time. Yeah. yeah. You think about Disney bought Marvel for $4 billion. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they made it all back in two movies. <laughs> yeah. Right. Insane. All right, moving on. The Picard trailer for uh, the new Star Trek series on CBS All Access. Man, was I fucking on board for this. God, that's a good fucking trailer. Hey, you know, it's funny. I-, I did see my hopes dashed that it was going to be a show about an old man making space wine. I'm sad that's not going to happen. Not going to be the But thing. I like what we're getting. <laughs> good. When data popped up at the yeah. end, oh. it blew my fucking mind. And you know, I I never even considered that like seven of nine could yeah. be on this, but yeah, that yeah, makes of course. total yeah. fucking sense. Yeah. Um, the girl is a Borg. The girl is I I the best theory I've seen that I agree with is that maybe she's the daughter of Picard and the Borg queen. Oh yeah, and I really like that idea a lot. But yeah, this uh you know one of my maybe my favorite genre of movie is old men on their last hurrah. And this seems like it's just all eat up with See, that. See, what is funny about that is that was like every Picard storyline. Right. Like post-Borg Picard. Right, right, right. Uh, and certainly a plot of every mm. Next Generation movie. Right. So it is funny we're kind of going back to that well, but well, it I'll, looks so good. And also, I'm, I'm, you know, even though I didn't particularly love this movie, I like that they're really leaning into that. No, Nemesis matters. The, the oh, note yeah, that we and, ended on is important to this story. Especially a lot, all this stuff about Data. Yeah. Um, and I think they reference it in something, they say something else about Nemesis, but yeah, for sure, they leaned heavily into yeah. it. They, Nemesis is the only Star Wars, Star Trek movie prior to the reboots that I saw in theaters. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah. Nemesis is the one with Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, right. he plays young Picard. Yeah. Let's let's bring Tom Hardy back into this universe. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That would be great. If, if we ever got like in the Abrams universe of a, uh, you know, a next generation cast, you absolutely bring back Tom Hardy to play oh, John Luke Picard. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they did also mention that this movie is going to be in the. Uh, they said something was in the um, the Chris Pine universe. Well, I don't know about this. I know that. Oh, I know what the Nemesis, the other Nemesis thing was. They showed a little bit of the new animated show, uh, Lower Decks. Right. And Lower Decks takes place immediately after Nemesis. All right. On on a different ship, and it's like a comedy show. But I don't know anything about the Chris Pine universe. We might have to fall off on that, because I don't know anything about Star Trek. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Uh, They also announced that they were going to do more shorts when they were going to bring back Pike, Spock, and Number One. And what they didn't show in the trailer was that... Jonathan Franks. Yeah, Jonathan Franks and uh, Deanna yeah, Troyer. Deanna Troyer, yeah. And that's, yeah, it was just a really good trailer. I, yeah. it's, a, it's a good trailer. As someone who, again, doesn't know anything about Star Trek, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. It's- I, <laughs> I really think it would it would sell you on it if you had no interest in Star Trek. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good cut trailer. Uh, and for Star Trek people, it hits great beats. Right. Uh, the only... You know, negative is that's on CBS All Access, but yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to get it to watch this show. I could do without Discovery, but this is too good. Yeah, I've watched Next Generation 
at least three times all the way through. I, I'm I'm gonna start a rewatch now because of this. I wanted to yeah. like immediately yeah. afterwards. Snowpiercer. Yep. I like the movie. The trailer for the show is okay. It is okay, yeah. Mm. I like, uh, what's that guy's name? David Diggs from Hamilton. I mean, I don't know who he is, but that is his name. Yeah. Well, he's from Hamilton. Okay. And I like that guy. Yep. And Connolly? Jennifer Connolly? Jennifer Connolly, yeah. Looking to be some kind of Wilford replacement. Yeah. As, as what it looks like anyway. You're a big fan of the movie. I'm a big fan of the movie because to uh, for a wide variety of reasons, and one of the reasons I don't, I'm not sure about this TV show is because I feel like Snowpiercer is the best video game movie ever made. That does not have an actual video game associated right. with it, but it's it's like that structure is there like levels, right? Exactly, yeah. like each each one is yep. either level up and up until the end, and and I think that works so well in a small contained story that actually like developing characters and arcs and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know about yeah. it, also also this train looks to be varying with just based on the trailer. True. That's true. <laughs> it definitely. I mean, thinking back on that movie. It's a movie that, like, the second it's over, you're like, well, I don't see how they could have squeezed one more second out of this Mm -hmm. concept. Like, it seemed like they were stretching it towards the end anyway. So I don't know how you do a show about that. I don't know. I agree with what you guys are saying. I don't, uh, definitely not a multi season structure. I could see, like, a 10 part miniseries working into it. But I just don't see how you you sprang it out. I know this has had a lot of drama behind the scenes. Has it? That like Scott Derrickson was supposed to direct the pilot. Someone else was like the showrunner and they couldn't agree. And so they like secretly started the filming without him and he had to drop out and they brought somebody else mid shoot. I don't know. I know there was a lot going on behind the scenes about it. That definitely does not sound like it's going to be great. Yeah. And it's on TBS. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I just can't relate to TBS to anything besides like comedy shows. Mm, right. So it just don't. It, I, just don't I know it does seem like a weird pick for the network. Yeah. Because it does not look funny. No, not at all. No. Well, based on the content of what Snowpiercer is, it's not funny. <laughs> but have you, have you guys ever read? I think it's a graphic novel. Is it the original? Mm, I have not. No. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's French. If they brought Tilda Swinton back, I'd watch it. Yeah, she's so great. I know. The Russo brothers yep. announced. Uh, the Russo brothers did a special like just the two of them on just Thursday the panel, <laughs> uh, where people got to ask them all sorts of Marvel questions. And one thing they released is that they are writing and producing and maybe directing a Gatchaman movie, which, if you're unfamiliar, is a anime from the like 70s. It's very old. It looked old from the pictures. Have you never you've never seen anything? Nope. About it? It's uh, it's like you know. Your standard like five teenagers mm-hmm. together form a super team. Yep. Um, are I there rem- robots? I think there are robots. I don't really remember. Oh, these they have like white cape with like the red like beak thing. Sort of bird. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally watched the shit out of this when I was a kid. Yeah. When I didn't remember that was what it was called. But yeah. I think it has a different name in the states. It has a totally different name in the states. And I can't think of what it is. Though. Sign me up for anything the Russo brothers do. Absolutely. They, they fucking won me over. I trust in them. And maybe uh, this will be the thing that'll get Ian on anime. Yeah, maybe. Doubtful. Uh, I mean, he might have to at least watch it. He's not going to watch the original. He'll watch the That's live That's what I mean, the, the, the Russo brothers. Yeah. It, it, it'll probably be Pacific Rim light. I don't know, man. I just want a good live action anime so bad. That's just all I want. I mean, I feel like this could be it. This could be the thing. If, if they land this, then... 
it'll change the whole ball game on you. Like people will be trying to make Maycross uh, live yeah. action, all that stuff. The the good news for you is Hollywood also seems really determined to make it happen, right. even though it has not been successful so far. Well, this is kind of a transition, the same topic. Akira got pushed back this week. Yep. Um, because of something we would then learn later on in the, the Marvel panel, but uh, it's going to seem longer for us to get that live action adaptation. Um I mean, we talked. You said like, you thought it was going to be more based on the manga than the. Yeah, yeah, because the manga goes the the anime stops at about the halfway point mm-hmm. of the of the manga, which it, it stops at a part that's a reasonable ending for the thing, but there's a lot more of it. Hmm. So I heard that Takawa Titi's still going to direct, and he wants to cast Asian leads, which is good because yeah. I can't imagine a white dude named Tetsuo. Right. <laughs> but you know, I, I going back to Gachaman, the only thing I want is it to look like Speed Racer. I know you don't fucking like it, but. Speed Racer is the right style. No, no, totally. I don't want it to try to be grittier than it was, which it was really a gritty, you mm-hmm. know, anime, but I don't want it to be more than that. I want that I want the colors to be bright and pop. Yep. I, I don't want it to exist in my world. I want to go to that world. For sure, Joseph. I'm just not sure. It's, it's just I haven't seen cuz I mean, for something like that you're going to have to do big CGI set piece kind of things. And the the best way to, so far that we figured out how to make CGI look less CGI is to make it kind of dirty and oh, and make it look more normal. And and that's one of my problems with Speed Racer is what the big color sets look so ridiculous that it, it breaks my suspension of disbelief. Even though I know I'm watching a ridiculous, you know, like it, it's just it's hard for me to buy into the stake. I'm we're using stakes all the time, and I feel self conscious about it because I know I you don't like, like the word stakes. I, I feel like I brought I brought it into the conversation. You, and I you made it. You that. made it shameful for me yeah. to say, but it's hard for me to get invested. And so my concern with making it big and bright and colorful is that's going to do the same thing for me, even if I like what all the other stuff that's going on. I think with Speed Racer, they recognize that. And they make it cartoony to embrace the fact that it doesn't look real. I do think in like maybe Akira's, you know, sake, dark gritty plays into it because yeah. of the content that you're seeing. But something that's like, yeah, five teenagers wearing bird costumes in space, it's gotta be ridiculous yeah. and all over the top. Yeah. Got your mind crossing off the list. That's a great description, by the way. Five teenagers wearing bird costumes in that's space. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be more walking dead, right? Is that what you wrote? Walking Dead? Isn't there, isn't there like a movie something? Oh, yeah, the, oh shit. The you're Rick Grimes. I could the not care less about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were going to do a TV movie with Rick Grimes, yeah. but apparently they thought it's going to be so popular, they're releasing it in theaters. It's just, isn't this on the decline? Why are they doubling down? They're losing all of their stars, except for the dirtiest one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, people still watch this after two yeah, fucking years. Dumb, dumb shits really still love The Walking Dead. The, the thing is with this show, when it was fun, wasn't really because it was good. It was fun because everybody was watching it. So if you watched it, everybody would be talking about it, and you could talk to everyone about it. Not that's not true anymore. I don't know anyone who watches it anymore. So I don't know if they think, oh, maybe this will be a shot in the arm, bringing it to the theaters or i don't know if just you know you know i I don't think i know exclusively smart people i think i know a lot of dumb people (laughs) and uh but maybe it's just there's enough idiots still watching it i don't know walking dead is to tv what nickelback is to music Um, all right, Kevin Smith released a trailer for Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yep. Joseph, you hate Kevin Smith, so why don't you take the lead on this one? Ah, uh, 
I don't need this, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm gonna say it's the right amount of time for me. I'm, you know, I'm. I, well, yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I think it has been enough time since the last one. I'm happy to see that Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck are at least yeah. getting along enough yeah. to be in the same movie. It is weird that that got the biggest pop of the trailer. Yeah, like, Woo, Ben Affleck yeah. likes him again. It's yeah. a weird thing to care about. It's because he doesn't have a wife who doesn't like him anymore. I. <laughs> It, you know, it, and now entering the premises, Ian, that Ian. other guy. What's up? What's up? We're talking about Jay and Silent Bob reboot. What's up, guys? Yeah, but I'm yeah, just... no, Jay and Silent Bob looks awful. See, I think I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, the thing, one of the things I like slash feel sorry for Kevin Smith about is he's just smart enough to realize that he sucks. Like yeah. he knows he's not as good as he used to be, and he's bummed out about it, and he keeps trying to find the formula. And I kind of wish him well. I feel like that should make him the patron saint of this podcast. No, yeah, yeah, totally. Absolutely. He is the real phony. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I know. I heard he did this over Clerks Three. He couldn't get funding for Clerks Three. Well, I would have much rather seen he Clerks. Said, 3. He said he couldn't get the script right for Clerks Three, but now that he's gotten through this, he's gonna go back to Clerks. 3. Okay, that's good. Because Clerks Three, I'd want to see. I don't like any of the Jay and Silent Bobs really. Like uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is his first a, bad movie. It's a pretty dumb movie. Yeah. It's not great. I. I don't really love Clerks 2. I uh, love that donkey scene. But Clerks 1 <laughs> I Kevin Smith has almost exclusively written off Mallrats for me for like a long... And Dogma. Uh, I was about to say, I like Dogma. But okay. Mallrats is my favorite one. I know it's a dumb movie, but it makes me laugh. Chasing Amy? Clerks Ch- Chasing yep. Amy, I like That's too, a- but I like Mallrats a lot better. Clerks yeah, 1 is like... Mallrats was the first one I saw. And so for me, yeah, that's the one like I relate to the most. I think I like a lot. But. Mallrats good too. Uh, do, you, do Ian, do you have any strong opinions on any of these things I crossed out and you probably can't read? No, only okay. the Marvel stuff. All right, good. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. It Chapter 2 trailer. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Pretend to be Pennywise. Um, I will say that I watched this the same time as I watched the Cats trailer. The Cats trailer is much scarier. That's definitely that. true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, it seems like this movie is really going to revolve around a pissed off Pennywise who yep. wants revenge on the Losers Club. I mean, you know, the first one was really, really good. It was a good looking movie. It had a good cast. And I expect this to be more of the same. That's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. same kind of thing, just different cast. It's actually the worst kind of movie to talk about on a podcast because it just looks good and there's nothing funny to say about it. Well, I heard Jessica Chastain is, uh, they're setting the world record for most blood used in a scene. And apparently she spends the entire third act just drenched in blood. All right. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, so they're setting the world, the Guinness Book of World Records for most blood used in either a scene or a movie. But they they put that out there. So so that'll be cool. That is cool. (laughs) Uh, The other kind of piece of news out of this is Andy Machete, the director of this, is supposedly moving on to The Flash once this movie comes out. That would be cool. Uh, that's all. Ezra rumor. Miller Flash? Ezra Miller Flash, which <laughs> is Is that remarkable. universe still existing? <laughs> so, here's what I, here's the other thing I've heard about that, is that Ezra Miller wants to make it so bad, he has started writing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that is not a that good That does idea. not seem like a good idea. Yeah, he's hanging his hat on that bad Harry Potter franchise mm. and Flash. He's, I think he's screwed. You know who I want to be, Flash, be Barry Allen? You remember those, like, two kids from Sweet Life and Zack and Cody? Yeah. <laughs> I think those guys would make... They they both can be Barry Allen. Right. I think they'd make a good one. Now for my favorite trailer of the week. Top Gun 2, Maverick. You fucking would. God, that's a good trailer. It's a good... It it's a it's really a, good trailer. Good. That movie looks dope as fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to be the dissenter of this. Was it good or was it just familiar? It was... Man. I don't care. I don't, Nostalgia. Actually, good's the wrong word. Was it cool? Cause Fuck it, yes. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
movies don't have to be cool to be good. You know, uh, yeah. Jurassic Park is cool. Uh, Schindler's List is not. They're both good. But Top Gun is exclusively cool. If you separate its parts, it's kind of a dumb, shitty movie. You know, it's got kind of a schlocky pop soundtrack. It's just a really dude. Don't over- hit on Danger Zone. No, I'm, I'm completely. <laughs> okay, I'm more. You're- <laughs> okay, I'm more hitting on Take My Breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. That's what came s- to mind when you said. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, you know, it's kind of a dumb love story, really, mostly. Um, but it all comes together with those Tommy Scott vi- visuals, and it's just fucking cool. You can't explain why it's cool. It's just fucking cool. I don't know if this is cool. I just see that that was what the trailer captured for me is, is that that same like feeling of coolness of you know just the jet engines and the flying. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I care about anything else, but it looks cool. I, I tell you, I tell you what might be my issue with it, and it's weird because going into it, it's what you know even from our days back living in life, what I thought would be the selling point of a Top Gun sequel is that Tom Cruise doesn't fucking age. He looks maybe eight years older than yeah. he did in Top Gun. If you said this in, like, 1992, it would have been fun. But he's playing... The the premise, which I like the premise, is that 30 years has passed and the world has passed him by. And it's hard to sell that when he just still looks handsome as fuck. And I, I tell you something else. I think, even though it's the best part of the trailer, Ed Harris' narration, I think having the authority figure be older than him was a mistake. Mm. If they really wanted to sell Ooh, that that's concept, that's actually a really good his point. His authority figure should have been younger. But then you hit how young do you have to cast to look younger than Tom Cruise? Because, like, say if you did Christian Bale, who is younger, he still doesn't look younger. Yeah. So you'd have to go with someone, say, like Oscar Isaac's age. But then at that point, you've cast someone that it's not believable for them to be like a fucking admiral or something. So I don't know. Basically, this was something I was really on board with, and it kind of talked me out of it. I'm the exact opposite. You have, you have talked me down just a little bit mm-hmm. with your great Ed Harris analysis yeah. there. But Ed Harris's narration over the top of the first shots of plane jets flying around oh. is the best fucking part of the trailer. Top 10, one of the best voices ever on anybody. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't make a movie about flying that doesn't have Ed Harris know, in it. So thank God you checked that box off. Uh, I mean, there were so many cool shots, and God, it looks like Tom Cruise is actually flying that fucking plane. It does look like it. That's Uh, my thing. It's like public perception on him has turned around in the last five years. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, everybody loves him. I mean, I'm totally on board, and like you said, I believe he's going to do a stunt like fly a fucking plane. Yeah, I believe he's going to do it. And I think that's his new thing, and if he can carry that in every movie... I'll go to his fucking movies. <laughs> like, if he flies a plane or jumps out of a fucking... If this is Mission Impossible, but with fighter pilots, yeah. I'm in. And that's, that's what I got point. out of it. That's what That I, I agree with. If it's Mission Impossible with fighter pilots, on board. Too. I got... I mean, the only thing I don't like is Miles Teller's innocent. Didn't show him. Miles Teller is in this fucking... He, he yes. plays Goose's son, I believe. Yes. Oh. And apparently he's the co-star, and I fucking hate him. So, definitely what this movie is gonna be about, my prediction, is of that whole Ed Harris bit, and we know that Miles Teller is Goose's son, is... It's going to be a passing on the baton yep. type thing. That that's going to be the thing that forces him out of the jet. Is giving Goose's son the opportunity to be the guy. 
And uh, I don't know. That kind of volley- sounds like bullshit. There's a volleyball yeah. scene. If, if like, we're talking, but, I mean, John Hamm is like the <laughs> yeah. next Iceman. Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, yeah I mean, that's, okay, perfect. Yeah. I, that's perfect. I'm always on board with John Hamm for anything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, totally. Yeah, it, 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 I will say that if, if uh, you know we're talking that this movie is banking on its coolness, Miles Teller is not cool. You yeah, cannot not, make not Miles anymore. Teller cool. Yeah. There was a bit for a while where it seemed like Miles Teller was gonna be yeah. the guy. They were trying really hard, but it didn't didn't work because he's not cool yeah he's isn't he like a super dick and he's real also life? a super dick in yeah. real life but that's never stopped anybody that, that well that bleeds over in today's society mm-hmm. yeah it does so, but yeah no I, i'm the opposite of you i was not excited until the trailer agreed. and now i'm back on yeah yeah i was never on and uh that trailer i was like this is the coolest shit so let's get into actual comic shit of Comic-Con, because we've talked a lot about shit that's not comics, right. but yet somehow still related. Uh, we're going to move into DC news. There wasn't a lot of it, because they right. really sat out this year. Because they don't have a fucking clue what they're doing. They right don't now. have an idea. It's weird, because you have Wonder Woman coming out in less than a year. I think they're waiting for Wonder Woman to decide where they're going with this shit. I'm, I'm surprised Birds of Prey, not Birds of Prey, uh, Harley, is that, that Harley is, Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah but Birds of Prey. Yeah, that, that, because that's... February. I think that's like six months out. I mean, that doesn't mean they've started filming it. It'll be I, like a month before. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should do something with yeah. this. <laughs> I believe the movie's done. No, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, correct. Oh, yeah. She, I've seen well, like. Then her, that's really not a good Yeah, sign. she's got a, like her costume. I've seen it. It's like a whole new Harley Quinn costume. They, I heard that they test screened it for an audience and he got really like a great test audience mm-hmm. score. Then they did it for execs, and they blasted yeah, it. Yeah, I heard the say. Yeah. I don't believe in those anymore because I always remember them saying that on the Batman versus Superman early screening, it got like a five-minute standing ovation. Yeah, right. So like, I now know that that's all bullshit. Right. They're just well, appeasing the director. That's why they're standing and clapping. Probably. Right. If I got invited to an early screening <laughs> yeah, movie, I would, yeah, too. I would right. um, Not for. No, I couldn't do it for Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other one I was surprised about that we didn't get an announcement for is Shazam Two, and the reason why is those kids are getting older yeah yeah and if you yeah. want to make another one you got to get like started you hit yeah. yeah you got to go that's a good point um so things we actually did get an announcement for no joker either no joker well yeah. joaquin was no way fucking going to san diego yeah and that seems like i figured they would seems, put it in his contract that seems though. good for joaquin and san diego <laughs> it just seems like there would have been some kind of stupid viral marketing or something yeah because that's like two months away yeah. although maybe they they're trying to distance themselves that from that shit because of jared leto i think so that's true they want it to be as different as possible, and that movie I think is going to end up trying to sell itself more as like a tribute to Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. than it is to an actual. Yeah, Joker I movie. agree. I yeah. think that movie is going to be a train wreck. I'm saying it yeah. now because it looks. Uh, I don't want to go to Joker Rant, yeah. but it looks like a, just a combo of like five different Scorsese movies. Yeah, yeah. With the common thread being the Joker. Yeah. It looks not comic it's accurate at all. Weird. People are going to kill it. People are going to kill it. Either way, things that weren't yeah. <laughs> Young Justice Season 4. Yeah. Did Have any of us watched Season 3? Not yet, because I don't think the whole thing's out yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm waiting for the whole thing to come out, then I'm going to get to do the season. It's coming out right now? Yeah. Like, okay, they do weekly? it in two parts. The Part 1 came out in January. Part 2 started already? Or no? Yeah, no, it started. Okay. It started in June. Yeah, I mean, I want to watch it, but I'll probably bootleg that show. I'm only, I'm only getting, well, I, you know. Is it going to be on HBO Max? I don't know. But I, I'm only getting a, fr- a free trial once because I'm not buying this fucking service, <laughs> which is my concern about season four. Is that's assuming that the DC streaming service is going to make it that fucking long. Which and I don't know that I believe Doom Patrol season two is going to be on HBO Max. Correct. So, like, yeah. the writing on the wall is that. This is all going to go to HBO Max, and the streaming service is going away. I think so. I mean, I do more game for that. Yeah, Yeah. me too. Definitely. They didn't announce that with this, but they did with Doom Patrol, which made me kind of nervous. Yeah. 
Um, and I know Titans premieres. They announced the Titans premiere date, and it's like in two months, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I didn't write it down because I didn't give a shit. I read an that. article saying that it sounds like that the streaming service is going, and they're going to fold it into like your HBO subscription. Yeah, well, HBO Max is supposed to include the stuff from the DC streaming. Superman Red Sun. It's going to yeah. be an animated movie. I, I think this will make a good animated movie. I think this is a good choice for it. I'm, I'm very hit and miss with these PG-13 straight-to-video things, but I think, first of all... This one plays into that, I feel like. They've yeah, they picked good projects lately. And and I feel like the, the art style of it will lean itself very well to animation. Like, the art style of it has a sort of angular sort of... Uh, Propaganda poster look to it, yep. and they yeah, 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 yeah. and I think that could be animated really well. The last the like kind of Elseworldsy one they did was uh, the Gods and Monsters one, which I really liked. Yeah, that one was good. And then the last two that they've done, they they did the Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Yeah, which you really liked. I, I liked it. Yeah. Um, and then they're doing Batman Hush. So I feel like they're they've kind of they've kind of hit a couple good projects in a row. Right. How was Batman Gas Gas? It's okay by Gaslight. It's not. Yeah, I never watched it. Yeah. Gotham well, by my, my question about Red Sun is who's the villain? I don't know the story. I know he's like a, uh, a he's a comedy. He's basically the villain. Superman's. So who's who's representing U.S. in this? Story? Uh, Lex Luthor mostly, uh, okay. but there's there's more, but they're like sort of surprise Easter eggs. You wouldn't want to bring them up before. Okay. I like the idea of doing Elseworld properties yeah. in animated form. I didn't watch the Batman Ninja Turtles, but that sounded fun. Oh yeah, so for for those of you who have never heard of that of uh, Superman Red Sun, the premise is Superman instead of landing in uh, Kansas. Kansas lands in Soviet Russia and is raised by Soviet ideals instead of the good old American way. So Brightburn, basically, but with a brain. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't think he becomes evil. He just becomes like the embodiment of the right. Soviet, you right. know, he, ideals. He becomes a fascist, but he at all times thinks he's doing the right. Thing. Right, and you know, like I said, it just has a really cool look. The his Soviet cop. Costume is with great. The yeah, hammer yeah. and sickle in the Superman logo is really fucking good. So, yeah, it's a cool premise. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Ralph gonna yep. get to play Superman again. Good for him. Uh, on... the, the guy whose only talent is looking like uh, Christopher Reeve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is the Christopher Reeve Superman. No, this will be. Um, it's Kingdom Come Superman. Kingdom Come Superman. But he was Superman Returns, who was really Christopher Reeve. I feel like they're gonna. It's, it's I think they're gonna ride the crest of wink nod of maybe this is that. Superman. Yeah, I think it's yeah. kind of like they said the it's not Reeve. gonna be the costume. Uh, That's okay. one thing they announced in the panel. The, the, the Kingdom Come costume is cool, and, and the shirt he wore was the Kingdom Come S. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Routh gets shit on a lot. That movie sucks balls. But it doesn't suck balls because of Brandon No, he, he's great in it. It's just not a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and so... I say he's great. He's yeah, wooden. He's wooden as shit. Like, he, he doesn't I think first... I, I think he's a good job when someone says, hey, replicate what Christopher Reeve did. And not even replicate like you're imitating. We want you to imitate the guy imitating Superman. The... The scene where he rescues the plane is still the best Superman's been on screen ever. Yeah. There are bits in Superman Returns. I think Kevin Spacey is fucking hilarious yeah. as Lex Luthor. Yeah. Um, I think Brand- I think you could have done Brandon Ralph Superman. That would have been good. I don't think it's fair he got shat on for so long for right. a movie that was entirely Bran- Brian Singer's fault. Right. That movie's bad, but yeah, there's a lot of problems. His Clark Kent, I remember not being good. Like, I remember he's sitting to Jimmy Olsen at the bar, I think, when they see the plane on TV, right. and he's very wooden. But see, like, it, you know what I mean? It makes more sense. His... His makes more sense than Henry Cavill's. Like he's yeah. kind of like a dopey. He may be tall and strong, but you would believe that guy's not Superman. Right. I, Henry Cavill, you're like, that guy's definitely. <laughs> 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 yep. But you know he's never been able to recover from it. Yeah. So I think it's fun that you know CW's trying to. 
Isn't he already in the Arrowverse as like the Atom? Yeah, he he's the Atom. So we're just forgetting but that? But his Atom is more like Iron Man than the Atom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, they, they've had characters play multiple characters before. John Wesley Shipp is Barry Allen's dad, but then from another universe is uh, Jay Garrick. So, uh, you know, the Golden Age Flash. So, so it's not unprecedented. I haven't watched these shows in a long time, but I'm totally going to watch the Crisis Classic crossover. It sounds like it'll be really fun. Yeah. They're gonna do anti monitor and mm. all sorts of stuff. I don't know. I've Transform. never watched any of these. They seem cheap. I'm on. I'm saying worse than Transformers. Oh, I'm not all gonna argue it. that they're not worse. <laughs> than Agree, they're worse. Just, than Transformers. just sometimes they're fun to look at. <laughs> I hope. I hope it's good. This rumor is this will be the end of Arrow. Yeah. That this the series finale will be in you know the crossover shit. Uh, again, it's got Brandon Ralph Superman. I don't know. It's got some shit I'm looking forward to. I probably won't watch anything leading up to it, right. but I might watch those episodes. Harley Quinn animated trailer. I didn't yep. watch it. Oh. Okay. Kaylee Kowoko so, or whatever yeah. her name is. So uh, did you guys see, you shouldn't have, but did you see the Harley Quinn animated movie? No. no. It's Batman and Harley Quinn? Yes. Yeah, it's not good. It's fucking a, terrible. It was a real it's bummer. It's a fucking atrocious. Because it was the first time they tried to do a return to the Timverse and it didn't work at all. And, and it just, it does not know where it wants to be tonally. Right. Like it, it, Again, it wants to be kind of in the Timiverse, but then it also wants to curse and do, like, fart jokes. Right, yeah, totally. And is like, Kevin Conroy in it? I think he is. I believe he is. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's a real shame. I've, it's I've, a big honestly, I've blocked a lot well, of it it's also it's, got it's also got, uh, what's her name from The Big Bang Theory? Uh, Kaylee Cuckoo. No. Uh, Cuckoo. The other one. The, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I like that he jumped in with authority on Yeah, that. Kaylee Cuckoo. Her name is, like, um, <laughs> Melissa Roach or something. She plays yeah. Bernadette. Yeah. Uh, she's doing just, like, what she thinks is the Harley Quinn accent. But it's somehow like way worse. Right. It's terrible. But anyway, it looks Tara like Tara Strong. Is that the original Harley Quinn? Does anyone know? No, I think her name was Harlene Sorquell or something of that nature. The original? Yeah. I, the I original. Tara's... I know she was from Days of Our Lives. Hmm. Right. I know Tara right. Strong is Harley Quinn, like the main Harley Quinn. Yeah. But uh, anyway, my, my, I feel like this show is kind of that extension where it's an animated show. But they they want to like they they've said they want to like lean kind of towards the R and mm. so there's like blood and gore and cursing. And What's the premise? It's just I don't know. It's about Harley Quinn and hanging Gotham? out with villains, being crazy and See, shit. I feel like they heard about this Deadpool show a yeah. few years ago, and they're like, "What can we do to rip that off?" And then someone would stop the Deadpool show and was like, "This is not a good it's idea." It's just like, what? Who is the audience for this? It's it's like people who shot it at hot. I mean, that's the thing is, that's they're it. totally not. That's it, and no one else though. Like, who else would we? I don't there's know. a lot of those people though. <laughs> I don't think there's enough to sustain a show. <laughs> I mean, you know, top five comic book stories of all time is Harley Quinn's origin, and I won't be watching this so it didn't do a good job of selling it to me yeah i'm not gonna watch it yep. i didn't even watch the trailer so the last piece of non-marvel news i want to talk about watchman trailer yep on board yeah i was not on board before this i am on board the, now. man this trailer looked really fucking good and it had it really had that like watchman dread it feel felt like Watchmen. yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. like it felt like a natural sequel to the book which yeah. i was shocked about right Looks good. Jeremy Irons looks fucking dope. He's so yeah. great as fucking yeah. Ozzy Mandy. Yeah, he man. looks perfect. I really thought they would stray away from the more super aspects of it, but they're going right for it. It looks yeah. like it, yeah. It seemed like, definitely from what we've seen up to this point, uh, Dr. Manhattan wasn't going to be a big presence, but he is like the central plot point right, of that trailer. Right. Yes. Uh, so that it was a little surprising. Who, who are, are there any other Watchmen still alive from the like the, like the original well, movie? Like Night who, Owl, who else right? could we she still? Well, I mean, Night Owl and Silk Spectre were still alive at the end of the yeah. Movie. The, 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 the Night Owl is still Spectre. Yeah. Right Go ahead. 
the the night owl ship was Archie, I think. Yes. Is, is uh is in the trailer. So there's okay. a, some night owl. Being it may flown not be. by Don Johnson, right? Did <laughs> I see that right? I'm like, not sure. It it's a, it was a lot of quick cuts. It looked like to me that Don Johnson was the one in Archie. I mean, it would be great if Don Johnson was just night owl. Night owl was <laughs> a little guy. That would be awesome. Not at all what I would expect. Yeah. But actually, pretty fun. Uh, yeah, no, I was definitely it in looks, that trailer. It looks really good. Yeah, it's... It, uh, Not enough to get me in back on HBO, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it just, it's, it is an interesting premise. It looks like it's, you know, there's like a people's revolt, I presumptively based on the Rorschach journals. The government police response was to all, like, also put on masks, so, like, everybody has masks on all the time. Like, you know, the, the bad guys and the good guys, yeah. and then there's going to be a plot, plot point of... You know, what's the difference between a good guy in a mask and a bad guy in a mask? I don't fucking know either. Right. I liked the justification for why the police had masks. Yeah, yeah. Like them being targeted and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That made sense. Especially because we didn't know. We had just seen a lot of pictures and stuff, and mm-hmm. I didn't get why. But um, I, 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 we're, all, we're all assuming Ozymandias is still the villain of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Regina well, King, right? Yeah. yeah Regina yeah. King looks like yeah. the lead. Uh, you could tell from one of the newspapers, it, he's presumed dead. At least at some point in in the in right. the thing, and he's clearly not. Right. So uh, I hope he still has dope ass like genetic crafted cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Uh, I don't know if they have money for that. They probably don't. But if they had... gave me dragons. They gave me fucking purple tiger cat. <laughs> right. They couldn't give you ghosts for like three seasons. Yeah, okay, that's a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, if man, if you can do a show that looks like this, maybe DC should just pivot to television. For sure, hundred and, and not CW television. Not CW television, like good television is not embarrassing. Yeah. Speaking of things that are not embarrassing, Marvel fucking prod it. They yeah. did. <laughs> that was my best attempt at a transition. Um, no, that was a good segue. The, yeah. the your text messages updating on us all got me so stoked. agreed. Yeah, because I wasn't following it, and you just kept telling me cool and cooler information. No one said they couldn't follow <laughs> it, but for some reason, I had felt like you guys couldn't, and I was just sitting there holding Archer, like, okay. And I was like, I should probably be putting this shit on Facebook or Twitter. No, I'm going to text the group. And <laughs> I, I left my my phone alone with Sarah, and she was like, "Did somebody die? Who was blowing <laughs> up your phone?" And when I looked and I saw like. 39 <laughs> things. I was like, oh, the Marvel shit must have broke. So the big thing was we got Phase 4 announced. Yep. Uh, phase 4 will take place over two years involving five movies and five TV shows. No Avengers yep. was one of the big things. First major thing we got, fucking Eternals casting. This is fucking awesome cast. Yeah. Selma Hayek. Yep. Kumail Nanjiani, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Brian Tyree Henry. What, yeah. is, he from? what, what is he from? Fucking Atlanta. He's, oh, okay. he's yeah, in yeah, yeah. everything He's busy now. these days. Yeah. And then some other person I can't pronounce their name. Was, yeah, there are a couple of people I'm forgetting. Yeah. I'm sure. Is it Millie Bobby Brown in that? Right. The rumor is that the rumor was Millie Bobby Brown was going to be in it, but they I don't think she right? is yeah. because I think she yeah, was going to play. She, if was she was going to Sprite, if she was going to be anybody, she was going to be Sprite. Okay, which I mean would have been cool because in comics at some point Sprite turns heel, like she becomes. Mm. I don't think it's any of the original comics, but later on down the line, so it was cool to have an eternal child as a as a. As Sprite's a, a cool character guy. though, because it's like an adult in a kid's yeah. body. Right. Mm. And Kevin Feige said this is going to be their big ensemble movie, like Guardians was in Phase Two. Cool. So this is their like you know if you had to compare it to something, it's like Guardians. It's new characters we don't know about, and there's like a team. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. So I, there was a lot of like uh, you know race and gender switching in these casting, but I feel like. 
you know, Marvel's done stuff pretty straight up down the line, and they've earned that. And I think they'll do a good job. I, the weirdest one is that Camille Nijani. I don't, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want to massacre that guy's name, but he's playing like a character that was like a a, a like, Japanese samurai. Yeah, type it's like character. a samurai character. So that's I, his, his that's, like superpowers, like his sword smithing yeah. ability, you know, ability. But uh, you know, it's funny. I've I've many times on the show said I'm a Kirby Jack Kirby super nut. And this is probably the Kirby property I know the least about, but I'm super excited that a completely Jack Kirby created movie is coming to the screen. And I've heard this referred to by a lot of people who are, who have read the whole thing as his most fully realized concept. It's the story that he got to tell from beginning to end the best. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, the casting on this all looks really, so really good. Do you know their powers if he ran through the people? Their, their powers are, you know, they're basically like gods. Icarus when, is basically Superman, right? He's got right. Like laser That's eyes. That's Richard Madden, right? Yeah. Richard Madden's yeah. like Superman. Like, which would be a great cast of Superman yeah. in general. Yeah. The uh, when when these came on the good. scene in the seventies, it was just after uh, Jack Kirby came back from DC after doing New Gods, and it was sort of like a cross between the Inhumans and the New Gods, and but at first it was not set in the Marvel universe. Only like after he left did they sort of integrate it in the Marvel universe. But yeah, it, I just hope that they're really going to do those kind of over-the-top visuals. Like like Ragnarok was sort of going towards that sort of thing. I hope this really leans into that kind of thing. Like I hope it's not grounded at all. We've definitely had some introduction to it. They did a little bit in Doctor Strange, a little bit. I would say even in Guardians, mm. and then probably Ragnarok's right. the heaviest. So yeah, I would hope that we really go like full on there. The the two characters in this that are probably the most well known are Gilgamesh, who uh, Don Lee is playing because he's been in the Avengers. And there's actually the probably the most well known Eternal is not in this. Her her name was Cersei, and mm-hmm. she was an Avenger for a good long run, like four or five years. So. I'm curious why she's not in it, and maybe if that's a plot Who's Angelina point. Jolie? Is she the villain, I'm she's, presuming? She, no, she's uh, or should be like... She borders on villaindom in sort of a way that like Odin does, but she's sort of like the head of the thing. So then she'll be like a good girl, like the, the female lead, you think, in this yeah, movie? Yeah, okay, okay. at least if I'm remembering this yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, didn't, we actually didn't get a villain announcement for this movie, I don't believe. Then that may, leads me to believe that one of these people will be, and more than likely to be Angelina Jolie. Yeah, well, because the deviants are going to be the villains, so right. is that like, they're the same race, though? What I, it is, is, uh, you know, the Celestials come to Earth at some point in the past and plant the seed of, like, cosmic evolution, and they create the Eternals and the deviants, but they also plant the seed that leads to superpowers in humans. Mm. So, basically, this is going to be the origin of the Marvel Universe. That could be cool. Yeah, that could be cool. If they pitch cool it movie. like that, that's how they should pitch that movie. Yeah, the and origin of the MCU. And we've already seen the the Celestials. We've already seen. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, in Guardians. Guardians they go to nowhere. Yeah, and that's a Celestial head. You, right. You also see one using the Power Stone. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Uh, so the other kind of new property we got announced was Shang Chi, which we talked about a lot. Super excited uh, about this. The name of it, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Got some casting. Aquafina is going to be in the movie. We don't know who she's playing yet. Mm. Simu Liu, I think I'm saying his name right, is going to be Shang-Chi, and Tommy Leung. Tony Leung? Tony Leung, sure. It's Mandarin. He's playing the Mandarin. I heard that the guy who got cast as Shang-Chi got cast on Tuesday. Oh, oh my shit. God. And uh, then was in San Diego on Saturday. What a fucking it. ride for that yeah. guy. Man, that's either uh, that, that was probably a great week for that dude. The yep. other great thing about him is on Twitter... 
like four or five years ago, he tweeted at Marvel. He's like, hey, when are we getting an Asian American hero? And he's just like randomly said mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. And then when they announced they were doing Shang-Chi, he's like, hey, Marvel, let's talk. <laughs> like, he, he like fucking the secret it, his own Marvel yeah. movie. Yeah. He spoke it into existence. Apparently, he's the real deal. Like, I saw a video on YouTube of like, he does fucking flips and like backflips and like kicks. Like, he, he's got martial arts background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope mean, so. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, otherwise, it's Iron Fist all over. That's again. what I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm running. The, I'm afraid of. I'm a super fan of this property, so this is all fucking great news for me. Uh, well, I think I think we were dead on when we were speculating the Mandarin's going to be his dad. Right? Yeah. No. Totally. Um, the Ten Rings obviously have been present. I'm saying fucking bring Trevor back. Uh, I know that's unpopular right. opinion, yeah, yeah. but bring well, Trevor it would back. Be, it would be a good uh, gag. Well, it'd be a good gag, and it'd also be a good connection yeah. point to the rest of the MCU. And if you're bringing back guys in in you know far from home that were in like one scene of Iron Man, it would make sense to bring him back. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, he got captured by the. He did. Yeah. That's, yep. What is that guy's name? Scoot McNary. Scoot McNary yeah. captures him. That's a that is a great one shot. Yeah. Right. Uh, he's like, you took my master's name. We want it back. It's a yeah, great bit. I, I would like it just because... Also, Scoop McNair should come back. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and who's... who? Ben Kingsley. I mean, put yeah. Ben Kingsley yeah, in the movie. That's what I'm saying. You know, I love yeah. Ben Kingsley, you know? Yeah, I mean, he could... You know, this... this. I mean, this is a pretty serious property. He could be some good comic relief. Yeah. The funny thing to me about this whole Mandarin bit is that, you know, originally their their whole thing about doing it the way they did the Mandarin is they didn't want to appear offensive and, and cast an Asian guy in the mm-hmm. role. And then everyone was like, no, this fucking sucks. Cast right. an Asian guy in the mm-hmm. role. Right. No, it looked cool. I'm excited for it. Uh, we got some sequel announced sequels. St- Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is the best fucking title. It's a it. cool name. It's yeah. a fucking awesome, uh, awesome title. It's definitely, I think, going to be Lovecraftian inspired. Lovecraft wrote a famous story called Mountains in the Mountains of Madness. Scott Derrickson coming back to direct. Meh. I know you're not excited, but they did say this was going to be a horror movie, yep. which Derrickson's roots are in right. horror movies. Right. I, I mean, I like that turn for the yeah. character. One, because it's a genre they haven't really... Marvel particularly hasn't really explored. And two, because Doctor Strange definitely lends himself that direction. Right. Oh, for sure. There's some weird fucked up shit in Doctor Strange. Yeah, and I also like uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlet Witch, going to co-star. Yeah, she's coming back in it. her show, WandaVision, yep. is going to lead right into this. Yeah, so they're releasing both of those... Oh, uh, well, we should have said probably release yeah. dates. Eternals and Shang-Chi, I believe, are 2020. Eternals is November 6, 2020. Shang-Chi's February 12, 2021. 2021. Yep. Um... And so, so wait, are those our next Marvel movies we're getting? Next one is Black Widow, May 6th. Black Widow, oh. Eternals, Shang-Chi, okay, yeah. uh, Doctor Strange. Thor. That's Thor still a Thor. long stretch before it we is see a long another stretch, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're putting a, it on the park for like yeah. 10 months. Yeah, uh, and you said this, and I really think you're on something speculated, that it could be House of M is really what we're talking about. Yeah, that about. sounds like House of M. House of M is like an X-Men story where she starts going crazy, Scarlet Witch, and like she has... In in the in the comics, she has like reality bending powers, like kind of like multiverse kind of stuff. And I could see her losing control, especially off of Vision. So I think something happens where she's still trying to like get through the Vision trauma. And I think at the end of her show, she's going to be in bad shape. And Doctor Strange probably comes in to help. And then he starts. They go through different dimensions, and she's trying to. You know if, what I mean? If something along those lines, I think. Anything we haven't really done in the Marvel universe is we haven't really shown. Scarlet Witch's powers. Yep. That's right. true. And we've also been very clear to not really define them. Right. So. Yep. so I think the idea, I mean, I honestly believe WandaVision, if you know, if you guys saw the logo, it's very like kind of like 50s sci-fi inspired. Right. 
I kind of wonder if it's like a reality she makes. Oh, that's what I right. think it is. I think she's going to be in like a coma and it's all going to be in her head kind of shit. And mm-hmm. I even think it could have their kids in it. And so it, the movie is Doctor Strange trying to get to Scarlet Witch and write all these things. And so I, I almost feel like her, uh, you know, again, one of the things in, in uh, House of M is no more mutants and so mutants right. go away. But almost like a reverse of that, yeah. mm-hmm. she bringing mutants in. So because in her reality, what if she has mutant kids? Yep. Uh, and so she's like, and she well, could, she, she would, could. Yeah. she would. Yeah. So if she brings that back, that's something that she brings with her. Now we have mutants in the Marvel yeah. universe. I think that's the easiest way to, it makes more sense than the whole snap. That's what I mean. Yeah. I think that's the easiest way to bring mutants in. People would buy it if you set it up that way. Right. I mean, that kind of, you just go ahead and go into WandaVision. We, you know, her and Paul Bettany coming back, older Monica Rambeau yep. from yes. Captain Marvel. How does I'm excited that, about that. And how does that fit in? I have no idea. That's yeah, interesting. It's like, a, I don't it, even know how that's going to It's a good work. connective it, tissue, yeah. but I just don't know how it's going to work. It's just, well, I, I'm a big fan of that character, the Monica Rambeau ca- Captain Marvel character, so I'm super... But yeah, I have no clue how they were... I, she's definitely going to be a hero. they were all in the West Coast Avengers together, maybe? She's, that's she's Photon, so it's got to be Photon's yeah. origin. But she's like, going to be here. I don't know how it, how that's right. going to do it. Mm. But yeah, she's going to become Photon in that show, right. in the WandaVision show. Other show we're getting, Hawkeye. We know Kate Bishop's going to be in it. Yep. Didn't really get too much. There was a te- uh, teaser trailer that, you know, kind of illegally, well, I say illegally, fucking Clint Barton himself released it online. <laughs> um, filmed it from his phone. Definitely going to be inspired by the Asha stuff. Right. The right. logo is straight from that. Right, right, totally. It's, it's going to be him dealing with his time as Ronin. Right. I mean, it's, that is that comic run. I, you know... That fraction. I really need them to get Kate Bishop right. because Mostly because if they don't, Sarah is going to fucking riot. <laughs> so, uh, so I need them to get that Does right. Does he keep the Ronin hair? I hope not. Yeah. He's got to yeah. keep the tattoos, though. He's got to have the sleeve. <laughs> um, I don't think he keeps the hair. <laughs> but, you know, what's, what's really great, and I recently read that run of Hawkeye Comics, what's really great about Kate Bishop is how she balances Clint Barton. Yeah. And uh, one thing we haven't done is, um, especially in the comics, like Clint's more of like a playboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... There's always like these women coming and knocking on the door, and, and she's like such a good filter for that. We're not going to get it in the show, and that right. kind of makes me sad. Yeah, the minute they they showed that uh, Hawkeye was married, that was my first thing. Is like we'll never get be able to do the fraction Aja run right. So that's... there's so much of like his ex wife, yeah, uh, and his current girlfriend. I won't spoil who those people are because right. they are all people you know, right? But, um, you're just not going to get to see it. Yeah, he, he, I mean, a, a big part of that run is that basically he's kind of terrible with women. So uh, he's, you, he's awful. You can't, you can't really do that. Do you guys think Kay Bishop's going to be his daughter? Because they've hinted at that a lot. I don't Especially think so. Especially in Endgame. I hope not. So, I don't yeah. think so. I, think, I, I would guess it would be. They may recast yeah. it, but I think they, they play it as his daughter. I agree. That's how they certainly kind of set it up yeah, in Endgame. Yeah, yeah. And I almost kind of feel like they did that. They shot that scene. You know, that scene was originally supposed to be in Infinity War, so they obviously shot it a long time ago before this had become finalized. So they thought maybe this was their out if they couldn't do that. Right. But now that they can, right. I, I don't know that they will. I, I don't think it'd be the best choice. I hope they don't, but I feel like they could. They could, yeah. Uh, I'll just go ahead and finish up the shows here. Uh, Loki show. It's yep. going to be about in-game Loki, which we all kind of figured. Mm-hmm. He's taking the space stone and traveling through the universe. Do you guys like that? Because like, they're just wiping the, the floor, wiping out all his character development. Like from Thor to the Dark World and, and you know Ragnarok. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all gone now. I'm not entirely sure at the end of this show, Loki's not going to end up right back where he was in Avengers. 
Like, to me, the natural ending of the show is him accidentally. Like, he thinks he's won. He's done this grand, grandiose thing. He takes the space stone, and portal opens up, and he steps out of it. And when he steps through, he's, like, right back in, you know, the Hulk's hands or something. See, I really think... Oh, oh Thanos. You mean, like, right when he dies? No, oh, no. Oh, you no. mean, right, in Avengers like 1. Like, Battle oh, okay, of New okay, York. Okay, See, okay. I, I, I feel like I think the premise is going to be he finds out that he dies, and this is a show about him trying to save himself. Oh, that could Which be is too. Which yeah. Loki would try to save. Yeah, Ooh, that, you know? be good. Good too. that would be good. Yeah, it just seems like Doctor Who with Loki, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. See, that sounds that fun sounds to fine me. to me. <laughs> I don't like Doctor. I, Who. I like. I would think I would like Doctor Who if it wasn't Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got a point. Uh, Tom Hiddleston would make a good Doctor Who. So, uh, no, you've kind of more sold me on it. Now. <laughs> uh, the other one was. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, these aren't really things we got. We knew this stuff already, that Daniel Brawl was coming back. Mm-hmm. Did uh, we know that? Yeah, we did. Now he was going to be Baron Zemo. I didn't know that. Sharon yeah. Carter coming back. They did say he was going to have a, the costume. He's going to have the costume. Yeah, at the, least, pur- the purple mask. At least the mask. Sure. He's probably not going to be dressing like royal garb, carrying around like a, you know, a sword. But he I, will. I, I love that. It's dope. <laughs> you know? It'd be cool if he yeah. did. No, I just love that he's back because he's the guy who broke the Avengers. No one else got even, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. He's he the did kind of win. That's what yeah. I mean. He's the, yeah, yeah. He's the only yeah. one who ended up winning. Um, I think it's great that, you know, even though this is called Falcon and the Winter Soldier, this is Captain America. This is Captain yeah. America right. in this phase. It's pretty fucking ballsy that that's a TV show and not a movie. That's them really leaning into they want this streaming service to happen. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, it's definitely, the, yeah. But I mean, know, putting uh, their eggs in that basket. Well, they, they have, I mean, that the fact that the WandaVision directly ties into the Doctor Strange right. is going to tie into the, lar- yeah. definitely going to be uh, affecting yeah. the larger, like, they're, they're banking that you're going to watch this because you have to, yep. right, to understand everything that's going on. And they're absolutely they're, right. They're, they're, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like, no, yeah. no more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. shit <laughs> where, you know, they're like, there's stuff that happens, but it doesn't really like this shit is like they are going to be interconnected. And I well, think it's smart doing like eight hour mini shows because like when you yeah. start doing seasons, then it's hard to interconnect all that. If you have a set eight hour thing, it's so much easier to tie that into what you're doing on a movie. Slate. Well, and also even if they do try to go and do another season of any of these, eight episodes is good. The big problem with the Marvel shows we already had was those like thirteen, like Daredevil, yeah. like yeah. Jessica Drew, they are uh, Jessica Jones. They all would have been so much better. At like ten episodes instead of or like less. thirteen. Yeah, s- I, I think six to eight is the yeah. ideal fucking. Having number. said that, I wanted Jessica Drew to TV. Oh show. no, totally! I'd be way on board. What a Jessica great Drew. fucking character yeah. for TV. But you know, and that's the funny thing about the the Netflix shows is I kind of liked all of them through the first villain. Like all of them had a second villain, and that's when I stopped giving right. a shit. When it was Cottonmouth and Luke Cage, I was on board. Mm-hmm. It was when he went away that I was like, oh, no, this is dumb. Yeah. Right. Um, Do you guys think they're both going to be Captain America in that in that show? No. I think it will be Falcon. I, I bet you Falcon gets captured and like, he I, has no, to own the shield. I guarantee you they both. He do. has to be Captain America at some point. Yeah. But I, they, they're definitely going to... I think for the run of the show, he's going to be. Me too. I, I read I, that uh, you know, Falcon's going to be Captain America. I said this in our uh, on our in-game episode, but... When Falcon became Cap in um, in comics, I was not on board because I felt like he was a really fully realized character on its own, and it almost felt like a demotion making him another guy. But that's completely different in the movies because Winter Soldier doesn't really need the leg up. Everybody's on board for Winter Soldier. Uh, this is totally a good step up for uh, for Falcon. So I think Falcon will be Cap. My only problem is I hear Anthony Mackie is a really shitty person in real life, so... I, I don't like that he's Captain America. Right. <laughs> Particularly uh, when, since, you know, uh, 
you know, our last Captain America was such a great fucking Yeah, it's just a nice human being. Yep. yep. Uh, another movie, Thor 4. That's my favorite announcement. Yeah, that's a good guys. one. Yeah. Mine too. That Who? Love, and, Love and Thunder. That logo, man. That, that logo is <laughs> Everything about like 80s painted vans. Yep. Uh-huh. Like He-Man, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yeah, it's great. As a person who plays and loves Dungeons and Dragons, it was right up my fucking alley. I just think this was very much Tiger Waititi. Did, he did a good job the last time. It was a success. And they're going to let him run with this one. And it looks yeah. fucking great. Who would have bet that Natalie Portman would ever come back to this shit. I, I we mean, should just say the the big twist here is Natalie Portman coming not only coming back, but this is going to be based on the Jason, Jason Aaron, Aaron run, run the Mighty Thor, where Jane she, Foster Jane Foster has becomes cancer and and she becomes worthy and right. she gets all the powers of Thor. So yeah, not Thor only becomes now, unworthy, she's able to pick up the hammer. She becomes the new Thor. We have it, in that run there are three Thors, right? There's, right. There's yeah. Odin's son. Yeah. There's Jane Foster. And then there's Thor. Yeah. Uh, and so there's actually a, a few more in it, but those are yeah. the main ones. I definitely feel like the arc you've gotten for Thor over the last three movies sets this up yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of dumb. No one thought this was going to be Thor four. <laughs> right. I think we all knew because Natalie Portman really, really, really hated doing the last Thor movie. Yeah. But you know what? I bet she saw how fucking fun uh, the third one was and like, okay, if that's what it's going to be, I, you can well, get I, can, I think she saw all the money that they probably offered her. <laughs> well, the other thing is in Thor two, like what she gets sick and she's on a table. Uh, you know, she's a straight yeah. love interest. Like she right. never had anything to do. Now it's like, you know, every Everyone's about diversity and bringing in these new characters, and now she's going to have something to do. She you know also, what I mean? She's going to be a hero. There's a lot of drama behind the scenes where she had a big say in the direction of Thor 2, and then they took basically everything she wanted away. Oh. And so she didn't want to be a part of it anymore because she thought, like, you know, she wasn't being heard. Uh, what's her... Um, the uh, Wonder Woman director. What's her name? The direct- Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins was supposed Good to call. direct yeah. Thor 2. And, yeah. like, her and Natalie Portman had, like, come up with a story and... And Marvel then it ended up like being it. the guy who's the Game of Thrones director yeah. who directed Terminator Alan Shitty. Alan Taylor? Oh, yeah, Alan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie sucks. Uh, my my one worry is that... Uh, you think the, they do God Killer? What? The God Killer stuff? Oh, that would be... If they did the God Butcher, that'd be I think that's great. what they are going to do. I think a big selling point of the Jane Foster Thor is the look. The, the design mm-hmm. is really cool. And I'm worried with Natalie Portman being, you know, a big marquee star, she won't want that much of her face covered up. And I'm worried they'll fuck up the costume. I mean, historically, yeah. they, so far, the Marvel Universe has shied away from covering the faces of their stars. But right. you're right. Yeah. The costume is fucking dope. Yeah, right. The thing with Captain Marvel, her fucking mohawk costume right. was yeah, so no. cool, and they never did it, really. Like, they did it they not did enough. A they did a little bit, bit yeah. but there wasn't enough of that. They did I it way it's more. at least an option that she has, like, yeah. a body. She'll really do it a little bit, yeah. but I feel like she should do it the whole movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a, as a whole... One of my biggest letdown of the Marvel Universe is not doing the fucking Asgardian helmets. Like, yeah. Loki's got a badass helmet. Right. I don't weird. care what Tom Hiddleston says. You fucking wear it in every movie. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, do you think she's going to get cancer? Like, are they, they're going to do the whole. Because, you know. I feel like. It's not I written yet. Just that, that's know. how crazy about it. They've announced this. The script's not even written. I feel like if you really want to lean into that story, you need to do that. But also, a big part of that story in comics was it was sort of a whodunit. You didn't know who the female yeah, Thor was while, because, right? you know, when she turned into Thor, she transformed completely. She looked completely different. So you're not really going to do that in this. So her having cancer was a big part of, oh, it can't be her that's Thor because she has cancer. Yeah. So I don't know if they need to do that in this. Yeah, apparently uh, uh, Kevin Foggy put Taki Wakiti and her in a room 
and like within an hour she had signed on. So whatever he told wow. her got her on board quick. You know, I had I mean? not heard that. But I, that's yeah. that's you know crazy. What? I did think they would do Jane Foster Thor eventually. I just thought they'd probably recast. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, she's got star power. She's been in like action franchises before. I think she cares more about them than people think she does. Yeah, she's so, my Hollywood crush. I love. But her. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 good. Like everything everything we got for Thor, it's interesting to me too that Thor is the first one that like breaks the four barrier that, uh-huh. that we're getting fourth on. Yep. But everything about it was right. Like yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think the reason that Thor's breaking the fourth four barrier is because three was so fucking good. Three though. basically rebooted it. But wasn't an ending to it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was like, it seemed like the first start of a new thing. Yep. Also, to be fair, besides Iron Man, it started earliest. Right. It's not yeah. like we're, we're getting a yeah. Hulk four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The final movie that we got official like information about was the Black Widow movie, which is the one that gets released the soonest. Uh, we know Taskmaster confirmed, which is a great fucking villain for a Black Super Widow great movie. Villain. Yeah, Chris, a great villain. But one of the reasons why I thought Black, Black, Black Widow is so good is because Taskmaster's ability is he learns your fighting style, basically why he's fighting you. Mm. And she's one of the few characters where they've given a definite fighting style right. to mm, yeah. in the films. So seeing that kind of imitation happening will be good. Uh, we saw Red Guardian was going to be David Harbour. David Harbour. It was the opposite of his Stranger Things character. We also, uh, I don't know how to say that chick's name. Uh, Florence Pugh? F- uh, yeah, Florence Pugh. Is, that, is yeah. Pugh how you say her last yeah, name? She's okay. like um, the Black Widow in the comics who like fucks everything up. And oh, Yelena bad. something? Yeah, yeah she's oh, going to be Oh, cool. I, see, I didn't hear that part. That's great that they're doing yeah. that. That was a fun... It yeah. definitely sets up who I think is going to be Black Widow in the future. Yeah. And I, did you hear Rachel Wise is supposedly Taskmaster? Really? That's, that's, really? What, every, that's what everyone's saying. The she was playing that, coy with it. If, if she's yeah. the Taskmaster, I'm, I just hope they do the outfit and for Elena. She's the villain, and they gave her a name... But the rumor is everybody thinks it's if Rachel Vice is is Taskmaster, I'm fucking in on this. Yeah, movie. like My, like <laughs> the the Skeletor hat and everything. Yeah. Yes, and absolutely. Well, and and the, the, in the photo they released, she's got a Captain America shield, so she's right. gonna be copying his shit. And apparently, she's got Hawkeye's bow. Well, oh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah, so that's like, that's fucking cool. I hope, my only hope for Taskmaster, like Jay, you said, he's a cool fucking villain, or in this case, she's a cool fucking villain. Don't kill them off in this one movie, please. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want more. It's, Rachel Weisz can fucking kill that part. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm confident she will do well. I heard uh, he looked great, or the, the fight scenes all look great. Yeah, I heard on, Jason I, Bourne. Like yeah. bones, like bones splitting out of ankles, and like mission. Like, it's supposed to be their Mission Impossible, their Bourne movie. Yeah, good. That's dope. I know it got me excited, like because yeah. I was like wishy washy on yeah. it. Yeah, because especially because she's dead, so there's no like, yeah. there's, there's no, no stakes. Narr- yeah, there's yeah. no stakes to it. But <laughs> I love, I love good fight scenes. So if you give me, me some, too, some bruising the, fights, the you know, again, we t- Marvel Universe is so good because they make genre movies that happen to have superheroes, and I could never figure out what the Black Widow movie is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But when someone says Jason Bourne, you're like, well, fucking course it is. Yeah, right? yeah. Yep. This is why I don't get paid to make movies, right. and I'm on this dumb podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the speculative things that kind of got confirmed but will not be in Marvel's Phase 4. Fantastic Four. Yeah. We know it's going to happen. Right. Guardians 3. We know a lot about it. Not going to happen for a little while. And all this stuff is going to take place over two years. So here we are in like next year or the year after. Marvel's going to be doing this all over again and blowing our freaking minds. It is crazy that Guardians 3 isn't in this phase. Well, James, did you hear James Gunn came out today? And he says because he's doing Suicide Squad first. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they're thinking there's there's a February 22 date and then July 23, which is probably going to be Guardians and Black Panther 2. They have dates for till like 2026 or something. Maybe, maybe within like... 
uh, you know, what, I don't know, three, four years, whatever, uh, Chris Pratt will stop pissing people off. Yeah. Yeah. Black Panther 2, like you said, Captain Marvel 2. Yep. Um, the big surprise that we did not get, and we have which, to wait until which, Phase 5 to which get. Which is surprising to me that the Jane Foster one isn't the big surprise. Yes. 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 But this one was kept even more under wraps. Mahershala Ali <sighs> is going to be our new fucking blade. That awesome. is so fucking it's, 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 That's just so correct. It's even cooler than I could imagine. Yeah. You know what I mean, I couldn't have thought anything better than you that. You know, I, I was thinking, because you know, had like, like probably the best casting that Marvel's ever done is Chris Evans as Captain America. But when it first happened, you were like, I don't know about that. I've not seen him in that role. Whereas you got like RDJ, who like, before it even happened, everybody was like, that dude should be Iron Man. This is like those two things together because I never would have thought of it, but as soon as they fucking said it, yeah. it was like, oh yeah, no one on earth is better than that for this. God. So I wanted to say, I just want to say two things about it. Number one, I've wanted this for so fucking long. <laughs> like, as soon as Mahershala Ali became a thing, it was always been like, that guy was born to play Blade. He looks like Blade. He looks like yeah. Blade. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he's just got the right like intensity. His like, Accent, his jawline, his, his jawline is so oh, right. He, looks, he would look and, good with fangs and physicality. He's a yeah. big dude. Yeah. yeah. The second part of that, and well, I got three things to say. The second thing is, of all the, I, you know, as people might be told, I texted basically the whole fucking right. conference to these guys while I was going on. That was my favorite one to write yep. out. Like, that was it, the one that was in all caps. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was it just, deserved it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it blew my mind. Like uh, Blade's been making a comeback in comics. He's been with the Avengers for the last few is- issues. So I thought something was coming, but I figured it was a TV show on the yeah. streaming mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't think it would be this cool. This is very awesome. This confirms the the, the Netflix shows are not in canon. Yes, right, right. This, absolutely. This, yeah, this is official. Yeah, yeah. It's just forget about them. They never officially said that, but. Yeah. His casting proves that. Two-time Academy Award winner calls Kevin Feige up and says, I want to make this movie. Right. How the fuck does that happen? Right. Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, I never would have thought there would be a Blade who would make me say, fuck Wesley Snipes. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wesley Snipes almost made that character really a thing. He yeah. was cool in comics, yeah, yeah. but also no one gave a shit about him. Yeah. But fuck Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They could do cool stuff with it, like... Put it, put Doctor Strange in that movie, like um, like it could integrate well. Like I just I trust them now. You know yeah. what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm super. Excited. I hope it leads to more stuff in this, this corner, like more Ghost Rider, that sort of yeah. shit. Yeah, That's what Ghost I mean. Rider. The the one I came out of that I want the most that I want these characters to interact is Moon Knight. There is some yes. fucking funny ass shit between Moon Knight and Blade. Yeah, uh, I can think of one pa- one panel uh, in particular where it's Blade standing there and Moon Knight's walking up to him. And he's like. Fangs, why the fuck you call me? You got my money? Like, it is just like, like a funny interaction between two superheroes. Uh, I just want shit like that. Um, yeah, God knows. It was great. This is, this is going to be amazing. Yeah, Phase 5, so they haven't released a date, but... Yeah, I yeah. I think a lot of those movies that they all said, yes, we're working on them, yeah. they are things, those are the Phase 5 films. Yeah. Fast but, track that shit, though. Blade think, would be the fucking <laughs> shit. I think a lot, of, a lot of that is that, you know... I mean, the start of these this MCU was really was sort of Marvel's second string characters, like in within the actual Marvel universe, like in the fantasy world of that. Iron Man and Cap and Thor are their top guys, but on our side of the fourth wall, you know, it's Spider Man and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so this phase is almost like third and fourth string characters. Yeah. So I think they did a lot of that to say, hey, these guys that you like are going to be in the next phase. Just hang on. 
I don't think they're going to have a problem because all this shit sounds dumb. It was Amazing, all yeah. good. And, yeah. you know, I think Phase 4 is really going to be kind of resetting the palette. Like, yeah. there's a lot of a lot of there that's both new and old, but, like, we haven't really had the opportunity to really flesh out Scarlet Witch and Vision right. yet. Or even, you know, I like Doctor Strange 1, and I think Scott Derrickson probably is the right guy to bring back for Doctor Strange 2. But, God, the Russo brothers made him such a better character. Yeah, mm. now that, that is true. I, I rewatched Doctor Strange recently, and the visuals on it are great. Mm-hmm. But Doctor Strange, the character, really doesn't show up till Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. yeah it suffers from origin story yeah. fatigue yeah. for sure. Yeah. He needs to be casting spells over a you know a goblet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't want to see him so, just orange discs. I think <laughs> it's still going to be a lot of new shit we haven't seen before, even with characters we've seen. And it's just going to be kind of like this is this is the Marvel universe from here on out. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think one thing that's interesting is. The five-year jump puts us at 2023, and this will be just short of that. So I kind of wonder if we're getting stories to fill in the gap of that Mm. Oh, right on. You know, I realize Doctor Strange's Scarlet Witch doesn't really work out, but that could happen after. Like, that's not a big deal. And that would be cool. Like, it would explain why maybe people aren't helping, like, Shang-Chi if a lot of these people are off, you know... Right. Disintegrated, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That that's a that's a good idea actually to at least fit one or two of these mm-hmm. in that space yeah. in between or something. Uh, you know, I mean with the Eternals, that could even be why the Celestials come to Earth. Because, yeah. you know, this was the center of that shit that happened. They're coming to Earth to judge us because of that. Yeah. I yeah. think I've said that before on another podcast, but it felt like a new thought. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> you know. So San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Good yeah. job, Marvel. Marvel did great. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean I liked a lot of the news from yeah. it. I, I, I was sad that there was almost no actual comic book news at San Diego. <laughs> I'm trying Comic-Con. to think of the only thing I heard. X-Men. Kylo, Kylo Ren comic. Yeah. Knights of Ren backstory. Knights of Ren backstory. And they're relaunching X-Men heavy. So they've right. got to be. They're but trying see, that, to make it. They announced last year they were relaunching. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, there's yeah like that's six. the thing. I already knew about that because those comics are coming out this Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> like they, it was more of a promo than an announcement. Uh, new Adam Strange comic i don't remember maybe really yeah by tom king oh well that's i mean that's what you do these days yeah you 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 get get, tom king to do you get a you get a character that not everybody and i love adam strange but you get a character but not everybody's completely on board and you have john tom king tell a story about his life with it i think that's true i may be misquoting there but that everything i think that's everything all right it was a good year it was a good year we'll have to fly through what we've been watching because we talked for like an hour and 20 minutes it's fine well yeah so what have we been watching i'll start uh, <laughs> I watched the Tom York experimental uh, film on I've Netflix. been wanting to ask you about it for so long. I forgot to mention it last week. It's fucking terrible. Of course yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. How could it not be? I texted her immediately. I was like, when did Tom York forget when a, <laughs> what a song was? We've all kind of ignored it because right. I think Radiohead covers up some of it. Right. He has not written a real song in like 10 years at this point. Right. No. He's a person caught way too much up in his own pretentious bullshit. Absolutely. Right. Uh, I'll still if he released another a sequel I would you know do because well, anyway. you're caught up in his I can't help it. <laughs> yeah I also forgot to mention I noticed on Amazon Prime that Boston Legal is now on there it which is. is a show that I've felt needed to be on a streaming service since they started doing streaming services that's I'll, pretty dope I like that show it is I, I'll be honest it was more procedural than I remembered it being right. uh, but it's definitely built on the backs of James Spader and William Shatner's relationship yep. and their individual yep. scenes and they're still both great so mm-hmm. it's still you know. It's not great, but it's still pretty entertaining. And this is my vacation week, which is the one time a year that I read. So this is going to be a, what we're watching that is actually about reading. 
Uh, I finished East of Eden by John Steinbeck, which is really great. Throwing it back. Yeah. I, like, I think John Steinbeck gets a bad rap for uh, Grapes of Wrath, which I think a lot of people don't like. But East of Eden is a really easy read. It's like a retelling of the Cain and Abel story, mm-hmm. but kind of in a modern context. Of course, it's in fucking California because it's John Steinbeck. But it kind of makes me want him because it, it, it like... It explores all the all the nuances of that story in 600 fucking pages in two generations. But I wish he had done like that kind of thing for a bunch of other biblical stories because it made it so much more like interesting and accessible yeah. to me. Uh, so I really like that. I read uh, Bear Town, which is by Frederick Bachman, who wrote A Man Called Uva and some other things. It's essentially Friday Night Lights, but with a uh, Swedish high school <laughs> hockey team, but with a... a darker in even darker twist midway through but it's pretty good it's a very entertaining read he makes very likable characters and i just started artemis which is uh by andy weir weir same guy who wrote um the martian and it's not great (laughs) it's worse than transport it's it's essentially just kind of your standard uh like beach read murder mystery it's all the tropes but just set on a colony in the moon and so it, it it's got really shitty reviews. Yeah, every know. every other like it's shitty genre trope and then random fact about what it would be like to live <laughs> on a lunar colony and that's the fucking book. Yeah. So, you know, worse than Transformers. But everything else is, is be- well, no, that's not true. Animals worse than Transformers too. But other other things are better <laughs> than Transformers. That's it for me. I watched a movie. I watched Lion King. Cool. It's and? uh worse than Transformers. Oh no. Wow. Right. Yeah. I think the more I think about it, the thing that really sucks about it is like when I watch the cartoon, like, adult Simba, adult Nala, I didn't recognize her voice. I know it's Matthew Broderick, yeah. but I don't recognize That's Simba. But, man, Childish Gambino and Beyonce, like, that's Childish Gambino and Beyonce <laughs> talking. Like, you just, right. it takes you right out of the story. Right. Um, and they changed all the jokes just a little bit, but they're all worse. Oh, right. You know what I mean? The only one who's doing a good job is, is Ch- I can't say his name. Chiwetelogia for? Escar. He, yeah. like, at least made it his that's own. That's awesome. Yeah, Be Prepared is, like, a more, like, a... It's different. That's like the one song they changed. That was up. the one I was like most like. Why did they replace Jeremy Irons? Because he's still he could still do it. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's a little different, but um, yeah, not. He's good. menacing as hell. Very fucking forgettable. I hear I hear very. James Earl Jones is fucking awful in it. Yeah, he's very. It's very forgettable. Yeah. Like I didn't cry when Mufasa died, which oh no, I yeah. should have cried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard. <laughs> I, I wanted to see it, but I heard the stands out are Chiwetel and Billy Eichner and. Uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Seth right. Rogen's good. Um, it's just he's not as cute as the brown Pumbaa from the cartoon. Well, real warhogs aren't cute. I know, I didn't like that as much. And also young Simba's a prick, man. <laughs> like he's just like he's more I don't know, when I was I mean young cartoon, Simba's a prick in the original movie. Yeah, but there's one line like in the cartoon where he's like, Hey Scar, when I'm a king, what'll that make you? And Scar's like a monkey's uncle. And the new one they change it, they're like, Scar, when I'm king, I'm gonna have to tell you what to do. And Scar yeah. just kind of walks away. Like, it makes him seem like more like a prick. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean? that's fair. <laughs> I mean, at that point, it's like, well, I'm, I hope I Scar kill does you kill too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Um, um, so yeah. what what sucks about James Earl Jones? Is his voice just not there? I, I think that he's... He, I think he's, you can tell he's reading off a cue card. He doesn't have the emotion. I don't think they animated it maybe as well. well I know when he did that little return on uh, Star Wars Rebels as Darth Vader, it was good, but you could tell his voice wasn't yeah. what it used yeah. to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, w- I would skip it, honestly. I don't think it's worth it. Um, and then I've been playing a game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 yep. on Nintendo Switch. Came out yesterday. How's that? It's fucking the best game ever. All right! It's like uh, 36 characters, like every superhero you can think of, and it, you play four of them, and it's like beat them up, and you're trying to get the Infinity Stones, and it's like an individual story. Um, there's like characters I don't even know about. Have you ever heard of an Elsa Bloodstone? 
Yes, totally. She's Elsa like Bless a monster her. hunter. Man, I'm interrupting you just a second. Yeah. Everybody here should read Next Wave. Warren Ellis and Stuart Eminem's Next Wave. She's a she's a character in that. One of the most fun comics you'll you'll ever find. It's only like twelve issues. Yeah, she seems cool. She's like yeah. a Van Helsing, but a female. Um, but yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, it's completely. Exactly it's, yeah, saying. it's completely original. Um, you know, you're going for the Infinity Stones, and you know, it's got Miles Morales, Spider Gwen. I mean, Venom. I mean fucking everybody and they all have like four special powers and it's villains magneto the like every single fucking person the last time i played video games marvel ultimate alliance was a big deal for <laughs> yeah. me so maybe this is where i'll come back in uh i'm th- halfway through ultron had the mind stone i beat him up um <laughs> that seems Dormammu, like it would be impossible dormammu had the reality stones so you had to go in the dark dimension and beat his ass and then all the spider-man villains had the time stone so green goblin was like the final one but yeah it's very highly recommended. I'm cool, obsessed. Cool. Right on. So, yeah. That's it. Uh, I finally finished The Office this week. Oh, right. After like Good a for long, you. long stretch. It was interesting. Some things happened like in a different order than I remembered it. Right. And characters, like uh, for example, the Aaron-Andy relationship. I really remembered like Andy chasing Aaron and that's really not how it went down. There were, it, most of the show is, is better than Transformers. The James Spader season, way worse than Transformers. Uh, the, and I think it ends strong. I think season nine's good. The finale is one of the best finales on TV. I've been known to just put it on and watch it myself. My wife really liked it. She really enjoyed it. Uh, I rewatched Shazam, All right. and that is definitely better than Transformers. One thing I think I noticed this time is for a concept that is very childish in nature, which is a 14-year-old becomes a superhero, they do a really good job of balancing that with like some a little mix of horror and like even some right. even some kind of like heavy drama like the stuff between Billy and his mom yeah. and the whole concept of like a foster home and what a foster kid goes through and even uh, then they also do some more adult comedy and and not going like too hard in any one of those directions mm-hmm, right. kind of helps bring it all up whereas like you know again Batman versus Superman goes too hard the other way mm-hmm. where if you just do a little bit of that right it 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 helps age it up a little bit. I, it's probably one of my favorite films of 2019 so far. I kind of feel about it the way I felt about A Quiet Place last year, which is I really like it, and I like it for things I didn't know I was going to like it about. Like, when I'm going into it, I didn't know I was going to enjoy mm. uh, really the direction and, and kind of the plot of the movie. But it, it's, a, it's a solid solid effort. I also read a little bit this week, I finished the Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn, finally. Mm. I put off that third book for a long time, right. but uh, in strong. Um I can't really rec- if you're a Star Wars fan I really can't recommend it enough and the more I read it I've said it before fucking Last Jedi takes so much from it Luke is fucking Sebayoth or however you say his name the Dark Jedi guy in that book so hard right um, I really I really I really liked it it's very good but that's it yeah uh, I read a few new comics that were pretty cool that came out this week uh, I've I've pimped Black Hammer a lot on this show uh, there was a Black Hammer versus the Justice League uh, crossover. Uh, you know, Black Hammer is, you know, the characters in it are sort of like wink nod to sort of DC second string characters. So it was cool to see these two worlds interact. I, I highly recommend that. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, uh, by the same writer from the Hawkeye run we were talking about, or the Matt, Matt Fraction. Uh, he He's just sort of leaned into these sort of really off-the-wall, silly 60s Jimmy Olsen stories where he gets turned into, like, turtles and elastic <laughs> lad and stuff like that. And it was it's a really, really, really fucking fun comic book. And I uh, I finished Str- Stranger Things Season 3. You know, you had finished it last yeah. time. I, I was just halfway through. 
I thought, honestly, after talking to you, it would lower my expectations enough that I would enjoy the second half more. It did not. Yeah, doesn't, it's not, it, did, it doesn't it hold up. Do that. Uh, the, it was... Uh, oh, I disagree. I just finished that too. I forgot about it. No, Stranger Things Season 3 is the best season oh, besides Season really? 1. Really? Yes. I would say it's the worst. That and Battle of Starcourt Mall, the last episode, Okay, I do like that battle. Dope. That's good. See, yeah. I, I Robin, like the last I love episode. Uma Thurman's daughter. Her yeah, and Steve yeah. are just That's fucking... That's daughter she is, right? Yeah, Uma yeah. Thurman's daughter is just great. Man, here's the thing. I'm, you know, I'm not usually someone that logic flaws and stupid characters take me out of a story. All I care about at the end of it is at the end of it, did I enjoy it and have a good time? Uh, the logic flaws in this were so bad, it just took me right out of it. I, I will like say the Terminator the, stuff, too. You didn't like no, the Terminator I guy? I liked that it. stuff. The, hated it I thought it was so fun. Much. Uh I will say this, about halfway through, I was like, okay, they've made they've made Russians the bad guy in this one. The only thing higher in 80s villain hierarchy is a televangelist. And I'm positive from like one scene towards the end that one of the villains in the next season will be a televangelist. So I'm excited about that part of it. The, go ahead. Well, Dustin and Susie? That, that's the best scene in the whole show. How do you not? No, you yeah. guys are off the mark. I'm sorry. Was, was Susie somebody... She was no. his girlfriend from Science Camp. But I mean, is she the actress somebody? I don't know. I don't Because no, no, it no, was no, dropped yeah. in like I was supposed to <laughs> oh, no, no, I no. mark out that, over that moment, and I did. Never ending story is the only reason why yeah, I yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. like And it. I, I, I was. Oh, one thing I wanted to say, and I still don't know if I should spoil it, but that I was complaining about their felt that's where stakes entered the conversation. Yeah. Uh, th- that I felt like there's no stakes because none of these characters were going to die. And I turned out to be wrong about it. So, well, you said it last week, and yeah. I thought about it. But yeah, I you, yeah I'm glad you didn't blow that one. Um, but, of course, the end credits thing makes people question if that's right. real See, or not. Right. I don't think that's David Harbour. I don't think that's him either. I think either. it's Matthew Modine, uh, Papa from the first season. Could be. I think it was Carrie Ooze because he was so deep with the Russians the whole season. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's possible, too. But That's I, the journalist guy? No, that's the mayor. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also thought it could be Murphy, Murph, whatever his name is, who's the journalist guy. Yeah. I, I think there are a couple options that aren't David think, Harbour. Because Matthew, I watched it all. I hadn't seen any of it, so I watched it all the last two weeks. And Matthew Modine, you never see die on screen. N- no. I mean, you see his stomach get like, ripped open by a A Dima Gorgon jumps on him, but then they cut off. Yeah. And then he, in season two, she goes to number eight. She has a flashback. And, so. well, and she says, hey, he's still alive. Yeah. That dude says it. Yeah. So I think they're hinting at him being alive and him coming back. I, I tell you another thing I didn't like, and this is this is just a weird expectation I had that it didn't meet. When Billy turns to save them, I wanted that to be like a Silver Surfer moment. I wanted him to still have access to his power and use it against the thing. And having it be that he just turned it against it and then just immediately got fucking killed was kind of lame. Yeah. I'm also sick of Eleven being the solution to everything. I agree Well, I think next season they took that off the board. They depowered her. Uh, I'm, I'm, but you know that's just leading up to the, the big very killer end. moment yeah. when she gets the power You back. know who's dislikable in that is Max. Oh, I, th- I think Max is way more likable in season three than she is in season two. Well, I'm saying in general, she, they, they write her as unlikable. The most unlikable character in that is... Fucking Mike. Mike's unlikable too. Right. In season three, he's a jerk off. And Mike is awful. <laughs> but you can see he's a teenage kid who just wants to make out his girlfriend. It's I annoying. Mean, <laughs> I mean, and he's also, and this is a bad thing to say about a child, but he is off putting. Yeah. Like he is weird looking. Yeah. Like she would never the, date him. The reason, why, the reason why I think season three doesn't hold up, and, and Hurt and I talked about a lot about this last week, is one and two are like inspired by things. Season three is just the thing in Terminator mashed into a movie. Right. 
No, I think the mall is a big part of that. I mean, I, I, the mall, the, that set the is, mall is incredible. Was, season 2 is the worst. Season 2 is bad. sort of my biggest, disagree. that's where uh, my yeah, biggest part disagree. My favorite part of it was the mall. My yeah. favorite part shouldn't be a set piece. But it's like it's, I just <laughs> wanted to go hang out in that mall. But the whole show is based around that because like yeah. Dustin and them are going underground, and right. you know I don't know. I really I thought it was as good as season one, and I like the end scene where there, there's another Demogorgon in Russia. I, I tell you one thing. I, I know we need to get done. Yeah. But this led me to a horrible revelation about myself. What? Uh, you guys are gonna think less of me after this. Like you know how you know how you think you're a good person, and then somebody tells you something about yourself later, and you realize. Oh man, maybe I wasn't as good as I thought. Okay, on the marquee at one point, they have that Back to the Future is playing and Return to Oz is playing. I, that didn't ring true to me. There's no way those two movies came out at the same time. And I looked it up and they did and Back to the Future came out within two weeks of it. And it came out second. So you don't usually remember dates of shit you did shit when you were a kid, but this was right around my <laughs> birthday. And I chose to see... Fucking return oh, to Oz man. over Back to the Future. What? <laughs> I know. The thing about it is, I do. I do that have that could take you off the podcast. I, I did have sort of, sort of a defense. I was uh, with my stepbrother at the time, and that's such a weird term, anyway. Because once you become adults, that just becomes a person. Like there's no connection to that guy anymore. But uh, he wanted to see some martial arts movie. And I just didn't want to see it because he wanted to. I, th- I, I want to believe I wanted to see Back to the Future. I can't remember for sure, but I know what we settled on was Return to Oz. Which, by the way, I think is an underrated movie. <laughs> but should not have watched it over Back to the Future. Steve Harrington? In his Chips Ahoy uniform? Stupid. No, no, Stupid. I completely disagree. Maybe I'm off the mark. I don't know. I, I, they, I mean, to me, <laughs> I that was it. the dumbest part. Your best character, you kept him dressed as Donald Duck the entire fucking season. I thought that was hilarious. I like him the, and, and uh, Lucas' nothing, sister. Lucas' sister is great. I mean, Lucas' sister was good. I would have been... See... It, Gotta fucking Although go I would have slapped the shit out of her if I was working at the, at the, uh, go the ahead. ice cream Go ahead, in this, Joseph, because we're going to keep have going Have you for seen this? No. Okay. And I'm not going to. <laughs> so that's our part two on Stranger Things Season 3, one of our more contentious discussions we've had on this podcast. But I think that's going to be it for San Diego Comic-Con. I think next week is Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Correct. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, I, I can't imagine we would do literally anything else because we have to see this movie. You have to see this movie, even though you have a very small bed. child. It doesn't matter. It's gonna be so long. Yeah, it's very hard to. Live. <laughs> it's, like, it's like three hours. I just like I saw the I'm sure you, you'll enjoy it. You'll After Hateful Eight, I'm over these long Tarantino movies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do next week. Thank you guys for listening. Please rate and subscribe and tell your friends. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at realphonies@gmail.com. Please write in if you've seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this weekend. Please let write in and let us know what you think about it before we'll read it out on air. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Real Phonies and on Instagram at Real underscore Phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. later.